Hello everyone and welcome to the Blacked Out Blog. I'm Heaven Sharnice, the founder of Heavy Talk Media. Today, I'll be speaking with the founder of the Craig D. Butler Scholarship Foundation. Okay, just start with telling us more about you. Okay, so I am Khadija Butler. I am the founder and president of the Craig D. Butler Scholarship Foundation. Um, it was actually, it's named um, in my father's honor. My father was murdered um, by a 14 year old back in 1999. And so back in 2020, my family and I just started this foundation. It's for African-American high school seniors. So it's just scholarships, just specifically for African-Americans. Um, in Philadelphia, we're trying to branch out at some point, but um, that's where it actually started. Um, I'm an also an author, wrote my first book because of it, wrote my second book. I got the third one coming and I'm going to kind of stop from there. <laughs> I'm going to stop from there. <laughs> so tell us about the, the actual scholarship. What What's the impact that the scholarship has had thus far? Oh man. So it's, it's crazy because it literally took on a life of its own. Like if you would have asked me about going into the nonprofit space, I had no idea how any of it worked. That's actually how the book started, like to pretty much let everybody know what my failures were, like what I did, what I didn't do, like what I learned. Um, but for the most part, the amount of reach that we get from the parents, from the students, um, youth advocates. It's been overwhelming as far as the responses. Um, and I just wish, you know, that we could do more as far as the amount and our outreach. So tell us about some of your scholars, if you can. Oh, yeah. So we have to date seven scholars. Um, our last one. Oh, man. She has one, she won a million dollars in scholarships. I don't even know, like, like I know part of it just had to do with her story, especially like when I met her, um, her biggest thing was about her mom, you know, still being in student loan debt. And I think she started really, really early. Um, but that's the thing I wanted the world to know that the black narrative actually exists. All of them are over 3.8 GPAs. All of them are volunteer. They have jobs. One started a business. One wrote a book at five. I mean, these are like standout students that unfortunately in Philly, you think, oh, there's bad things that happen in Philadelphia, right? But you don't get a chance to actually see, no, like there are some rock stars with this hue. So it's it's been, I think that's more so been my push. I want to make sure everybody sees that. So if someone wanted to apply for the scholarship, talk about the actual scholarship process, application process. Okay, so that's, <laughs> if they want to apply, they can go on our website. They can go to our website. We do do a lot of in-person events as well because, you know, another piece of our pillars are, you know, gun violence uh, advocacy. And so we do go to a lot of events that way. So they can either apply, like we'll, you know, provide a couple of written copies um, but they have to, as far as the eligibility, have to be African-American. Right now, they either have to go to a Philadelphia school or be from Philadelphia. Um, we ask for at least minimum 3.0 GPA, two reference letters, 
we've kind of nixed the whole SAT, ACT thing since now a lot of colleges are test optional. Um, and it's, it's also for trade schools as well. We haven't gotten any applications yet um, for like trade schools, beauty schools, um, and, and your essay. And so it's, that's pretty much the eligibility criteria. But of course, we want the ones that stand out. Like I always say, like when people ask me about what I'm looking for specifically is who can carry on my father's legacy. Like if I look at this person and you're saying you're a CDB scholar, you have such, and all of them have thus far, like they have stand out, just stand out, um, just thinking about their lives in general and like what they're actually pursuing. Um, but for the most part, that's really what the eligibility is. And it's really about not to pit them against each other, but you know, who is coming with the strongest application. So I want to go back to a point that you made about the gun violence adv advocacy. Talk a little, a little bit about that and what role your foundation has played in that. So the biggest thing is we get invited to a lot of, I want to say community events. Like people want to know that there's organizations out there that are redirecting the use focus because the reality is that that is the unfortunate circumstances of what we live in in Philadelphia. But at any given time, if they have something like some hobby, some form of something that's taking their mind off of their current circumstances and instead of them being in you know, where they are as far as where they live, they are going to an after school program, they are going to different programs. And so we get invited to these community events so that people know that we do exist. Um, part of the biggest thing we just started doing now is scholarship workshops. So sometimes we'll have, like I partner with 100 Black Men of Philly and with them, like they'll bring mentees in to kind of say, hey, like if there's high school seniors or there's parents, we want people to like, they don't have to, they can come in on a Saturday morning and fill out a scholarship or figure out what scholarships are versus I'm gonna be in the street watching another friend of mine dying. So it's really about just those events. Um, every year we do the MLK um, anti-violence event. So that's coming up in January and just a, a host of other things. I, I'm trying to say no, but um, I can't. <laughs> so I want to go back to what you just talked about. Tell us about your MLK, um, I believe you said, Walk of Violence event. Um, well, so we partner with Gerard, Gerard College, and every year they have a anti-violence and representation of MLK. And so last year we tabled, there were a ton of seniors that came over and picked up applications. The biggest thing though was, hey, if you need to sign up for a scholarship or a workshop, if you just wanna know where it is, we really just wanted people to know like that we were there as far as the resources that were there. But there were a few other communities, um, community organizations that were there as well. Um, we haven't, like they'll ask us if we want to do something specific as far as the mental health piece, but we're not there yet. It's just more so for the awareness part. And I want to get back to the, another point that you made about some of these workshops that you've hosted. Talk about a little bit about those. You know, a big piece of when someone asked me to do it, I'm like, okay, I had just, when I partnered with 100 Black Men, um, the parents in particular has been the most impactful. So it was really about showing them where the scholarships are, essay topics, um, you know, the do's and don'ts. And the biggest thing really was that, like, for instance, 
I also partnered with Ben Franklin High School and right across the street in the school district of Philadelphia. And they have a ton of scholarships and they're right across the street. So it's really just pointing them into that direction to say it's here under your nose if you know about it, you know. So you guys are really big on scholarships. I've also gathered that from your website. Um, believe the exact name, you offer a monthly scholarship planner or something like that. So tell us a little bit about that, where you offer, have available almost 150 different scholarships. I thought that was super cool. Yes, yes. So we have, it's called the CDB Scholarship Planner. This actually came out of a scholarship workshop. There was a, a young man and he's like, hey, I know that there are scholarships online, but what he's found and his parents has found is, no, I need something physically in my hand that's actually going to keep me accountable. So the way that the planner works is that every month there is at least, I don't know if you can see it, but it's I like every other like every other day there's a scholarship, a scholarship in there. And it's from kindergarten through the 12th grade. It's not even just for seniors. But the biggest thing is that it's an organizational tool. Like it gets you to the place where you're starting early. You might write something down. So I have like a three items to focus on this month. It may just be I'm going to apply to five scholarships in a month. So it's really just about having that organized mindset, right? Because when you go to college, you're not going to have anybody there pushing you to get to that space. So it's really like starting now and then you have the opportunity to apply if you're eligible. So we know clearly see that scholarships are a big, a big important thing to your foundation. So what do you think that the role is that, you know, scholarships play, whether it's middle school or college at the, at the college level? I think the biggest thing is when, when we think about some of the scholars and they come to us and say what the impact is going to make as far as I can really enjoy my college experience. I'm getting out of that cycle of poverty where I live. I'm a first generation college student. I'm not focused on student loans and that just taking away the actual, I'm focused specifically on my major and, or just trying to figure it out, right? Because we know that some students go to school and they're trying to figure all that stuff out. So that's really been the biggest thing. And I think the other part of it is they now have that altruistic, peace now where they want to give back like they want to be able to pay it forward if they haven't been already that's a really good point that you made so in talking about your your planner i want to talk about your book because i also saw a little bit about that laying the foundation brick by brick so talk a little bit about your book and just the origin of that so this actually started and, and the first sentence i put in here was like i didn't want to write a book I did it like I had met with I had got this magazine cover and, you know, people just wanted to know who we were and about my dad. And, you know, the biggest thing was like, oh, maybe I'll pull out an ebook. I, I was seeing that in a lot of foundations, like just, you know, to promote and bring awareness. And so I had met a publisher and I was like, no, I'm not I'm not doing it like I, I'm just not. But the biggest thing that I realized is that it was a, a healing tool for just thinking about the trauma that I experienced at my father's murder. Like for the longest, I think I thought I was healed from that because I went to therapy. It was 20 years ago. So to me, I'm like, I should be over it. Right. But it was like there were a lot of late nights and early mornings that I'm recollecting, like, you know, just thinking about a lot of things and I'm crying. Like, and, and I couldn't 
understand why. So I felt like if this is the impact that it's having on me, it's probably going to impact, especially those that are in Philadelphia. It could be that same tool of survival for them as well. So we talked a lot about education and scholarships. So starting with HBCUs, because I don't know if I mentioned, but I am an HBCU grad. I graduated cum laude. My mom always makes sure that I emphasize the part of cum laude from the illustrious North Carolina A&T. So A&T and HBCUs play a very big role in my journey and just my experience of being a Black woman. So what role, I have to say, if any, do you think that you know HBCUs play in the Black community. So it's interesting. My third, or I should say third book and second planner is going to be specifically for, it's the college edition. It's primarily going to be HBCUs because pretty much a lot of the, and I try not to be so biased, but at the same time, like it's something that's, it is like you said, for us bias, as far as that being, you know, um, your mantra, but that's specifically what we need because we are not offered those same opportunities, even for some of the bigger scholarships. Um, you know, I definitely think culturally there's a lot that we learn. I still say to this day, like I went to a PWI, but I feel like at that time they weren't promoting HBCUs as if they weren't the best choice at that time for us to go to. But I think specifically, and as you said, you starting it because of George Floyd to really get a chance to see, this is the world that I'm living in right now. And you don't get a chance to really understand that culture unless you're surrounded by that. So I, I definitely think the HBCU piece plays such a huge role. I agree. And just a question to just lighten it up. We all always ask all of our inter interviewees this question because we often just hear this term referred to in the Black mm -hmm. community. So what are you bringing to the cookout? <laughs> oh I'm bringing the mac and cheese. I know look, people be talking about that mac and cheese. But listen, on, on everything, I'm the mac and cheese person. Like... <laughs> I absolutely love it. Not the mac and cheese. I hope it's good now. The mac and cheese is the key part of the cookout. It has to be good. Right, 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 right. It's certified. It's certified. Okay, I'm going to have to take your word on that. I'm going to have to take your word on that. Oh, my God. So for those that, that want to support you or your foundation, let us know. What are some ways that we can support your foundation or how can we support a scholar? Um, so you can support a scholar by visiting our website, all of our, um, we have a ton of donation methods. It can be $1 to a thousand. Um, we have merchandise. We have the, the books are primarily the business model that we use to fund the actual scholars. And again, they're tax deductible. So it's not like you're not getting the money back. Um, if people want to follow us on social media as well at CDB scholarship in order to learn just more about us. Um, if we're at an actual event, um, volunteers, like for the MLK event in particular, like if they want to come and just table so that they can also talk to, you know, because it's in the inner city, it's in North Philly. So, you know, if they want to volunteer, like there's a ton of ways, um, that people can just be a part of it. And I think you answered my last question, but that was my last question. How can we find or support you? And I think you already said the website, but I'll, I'll let you answer still. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. So our website is www.craigdbutlerscholarship.com. Um, we're at CDB Scholarship on pretty much all of our platforms. I think Twitter is at CDB Foundation. Um, and that's the only place I know thus far. 